Welcome to War Games, hosted by the sales genius Joe Ingram. If you're looking to win the sales battle, then you have joined the right team. In the War Games group, we devise strategies for sales, marketing, branding, mindset, and attitude. We enlist the assistance from the most successful producers across all industries. We then share their knowledge and techniques with you. Our single goal is to get you ready for your next sales opportunity. When it comes to crossing the minefield of sales, step in the footprints of those that have crossed before you. Now, prepare yourself for boot camp and beyond. It's time for the war games to begin. Hello, war gamers. Joe Ingram, your host. I'll grab a couple VIPs, throw them up on the screen. Then I'll make myself bigger because I can. I'm the host. So looking at that. All right, guys, I'm excited. And you know, I get really excited every time I bring on a new guest. So I was out on LinkedIn going through reading bios of people, put in like a word like motivational and then see who pops up and goes through. Then I read their bio, see if they're actually motivational or not. Okay. And then I, I find them. And then I do the Joe Stalker thing that you guys have seen me do repeatedly for guests on the show. And I found Kelly. Now, Kelly's a faith-fueled coach, which will resonate with a lot of you. She's a motivational speaker, author, and podcaster. So we all love that. She's a four-time national bikini champion, much like me, only at three times. So breast cancer survivor and a proud wife and mother of two kids. Her book and her podcast are called Addicted to the Climb. So if anything's going to get you motivated, it's going to be that title to say that we need to move forward. But she focuses on helping women to break free from fear and limiting beliefs. That's why we have a couple of women on the screen with us today. And they can become the courageous leaders of their lives. Her motto is, your life is worth climbing for. So other than me continuing to talk about how great Kelly is, we're going to bring Kelly up on the screen. Kelly, I'll say switch with me. So now you get to be big and bold. That's here, but welcome. We got a bunch of people already commenting. Amazing. As it Hi. comes to look, Netta's already got her fan club. Okay. Then we have uh, Debbie, which Debbie, I introduced you to as well to be on her Find It show. And you are also yes. being called a um, badass, is what it shows already on the screen. We started. So. That was Krista Marie. But Kelly, can you give us, okay, I got four-time bikini champion and breast cancer survivor. So that alone should oh. fill 30 minutes. But if you could just take a couple minutes to, to let us let us know about that and how that helped to mold you. And then I will turn everything over to you and say, teach for yeah. these people. Yes. Thank you so much for having me, first of Absolutely. all. I feel blessed to be here and share my value. So, wow, four-time bikini champion. I was in the fitness space for 10 years, coaching, training, and of course, I'm addicted to the climb. So I needed a new goal in my own personal life. And I said, I'm going to jump into a fitness competition. Didn't know anything about them. <laughs> what, like nothing. I didn't know what it entailed. 
but I went to a weekend away camp and I loved it. I said, I, I need a new challenge. I want to see if my body can change. And I jumped right in. I did the training. I did my first competition, really not expecting anything because again, it was a very new industry to me and I won the national title. And so I said, I'm going to do that again. And I did it again. I of did course it you did. It was so easy. I mean, yeah. it was shocking, but I, I've only competed in four national shows and I won all four national shows. First time someone did that. Pretty amazing. It was hard work, determination. I mean, you name it. It was great, but it was an experience. I'll never forget that really molded me to who I am today in so many ways. And uh, the breast cancer that came right before so i owned a fitness business for 10 years and two months before i opened that door i got the phone call from the doctor that i had cancer so that was a life-changing moment to say the least and really rocked my world because here i was i was going to be the fitness girl i was going to lead women across my community and get them healthy but here i was with the cancer so I had a decision to make. Am I going to go forward and climb or am I going to have the pity party, which of course we all sit in that for a little while. We're human, but I decided to take the first route and just continue climbing in battle and face my fears head on with faith. And that's what I did. And it's been 14, almost 15 years of cancer free. So uh -huh. Very exciting, and I'm very, yes, very blessed, but to wrap those two up, those were my really big moments in life, among many more, that I wrote about in my book, and we can discuss, so thank you, or thank you for sharing that. Of course, of course. So I'm going to kick my banner up because right now I, I got people texting already. And how do we find Kelly? So I'm going to put her website up. Recommendation is go find her on LinkedIn stock as I did. Right. And so that would be the best way to go about it. Um, and then you can DM her directly from there. But ideally, everybody. OK, so we've got I, I jumped into something I had nothing I, other than being fit and overcame that okay so i don't know if you count that as a climb because you, you you were like oh this is easy i dropped in at the top of the mountain no but but looking at that what i see is that and then you got cancer still fought through that climbed your your way back up to say hey look now i'm back to healthy which is what it is i do right and i think that's an identity you have so we have yeah. thank you for being who you are so you're resonating with people in the group which is a wonderful thing. And then um, I like this. This one was a good one too. Big woman pants mindset. <laughs> she got her big girl pants on. So but yes. no, yeah, that's great. So, so you've built a business. You've, you had your fitness business. You still built it even after everything that, that came to take your legs out from underneath you that had to take a particular mindset, had to take a, a drive that you had to pull from inside. So as far as you as in business, building your business and stuff, what can you share with the ladies on the screen, the, the ones that are in the group that are watching that are saying, okay, I need to make sure I can build my business forward and I can go on. And what is it that we can take away from Kelly? 
So a few things. And I want to start by saying, first of all, it's the battlefield of the mind, right? Like I want to share with you, if I can be vulnerable for a minute, we all go through negative thinking, especially when setbacks happen. I mean, here I was, like I said, going through opening a fitness business and here I was with the cancer. So it, there comes a time in our lives where we have to decide. That word has really became everything, my foundation of everything I do, deciding Am I going this way or am I going that way? It's always a decision. And I am in the business of helping people and myself. Like my messaging is all me talking to myself as well. And I'm in the business of helping others climb higher because I know that if we, there's no giving up is just not an option. I want to make the best of my life. I want to live life to the fullest until I'm put it under. So in order to do that, we have to decide to climb every single day because we don't know what the days are going to, what's going to happen in a day. So I have just decided that this is what I want to do. I want to climb higher. I want to encourage others to climb higher in everything. And when it comes to deciding, of course, we have to strengthen our courage muscles. So those two words, courage and making decisions go hand in hand in my life. I've built my life on courage. I've written a book about it. I have, my book is called Addicted to the Climb. And it's 30 personal stories that things I've been through in life where I had to be courageous. So developing our courage muscles is the same thing as developing muscles in the gym, right? We have to work out every day if we want to be strong in our bodies. And we also have to work on building our courage up making decisions that are going to help us fly higher, help us climb higher. And in order to do that, we have to have a strong belief system. So that's where it starts. If you don't have a strong belief system, if you don't think you can, then you probably can. And I know you've heard this before. We've all heard the sayings. We've all heard the slogans, the mottos. We read the books. But it really comes down to you being aware do I really have a belief in myself that I can do what she's telling me I can do? If anybody has a diagnosis right now, you're struggling right now, you know you have a decision to wake up and do something positive for yourself, or you can sit in bed all day and be crying about what's happening in your life. Which way do you want to go? It takes courage to get out of bed, but the more you do that, the better you'll get at it. And that's how you build your confidence. So back to your belief system, it's, I'm just like you. I always tell people, I'm no different than you are right now on your journey. I've struggled with my belief system. I've struggled with thinking I'm not good enough, but I decided to end that game as best as I can with my faith and also just repeating a mantra that I want to share with you. And you can write this down and you can steal my mantra because it has changed my life. And I wake up every morning, I say it about, I probably say it 25 times a day, maybe more, but it's, I will not allow my inner negative voice to steal my joy. I will not allow my inner, because we all have that battle going on constantly, right? So it really comes down to 
it's you against you. And I know that there's a lesser version of us and a higher version of us in each of us. And I choose the higher version and I want her to flourish. I want her to climb higher. So how do we do that? We have to start with the belief system, believing that we can. And I always say, when you see other people succeeding in overcoming and climbing higher, that's when we get that comparative thing. You know, when we start comparing and saying, well, she has more than me, or, you know, he has more money so he can do that. Or he just, it comes natural to him. It really doesn't. It's about the belief that you can in saying, well, if they're doing it, so can I. And that's what it's all about. It's really diving into, I used to, and again, if I can share this with you and just be transparent, I used to be that girl. I was jealous. I would watch others succeeding and I'd sit back and hunch my back and I would be sad. And then one day I woke up, made that decision. I decided, why am I, why am I feeling this way? What, if she's doing it, she's just paving the way that I can do it too. So it's a belief that we have to constantly work on in ourselves to muster up that courage that, wow, they're doing something great. I'm on that same track. I might not be where they are, but they're paving the way, showing me what's possible. And I think that's where a lot of us, when it comes to that decision-making process, some of us don't keep going. They get discouraged. They stop. They're almost to that point, that breaking point, and they quit. And that's where I come in as a coach, as a mentor, and speak life into people to show them that, again, I'm no different. Joe, you're no different. You started your podcast. Look at what you're doing for people. And there might be other people saying, well, I could never do that. But it really comes down to deciding and disrupting those negative thinking patterns in rewiring your thought process for more. Because I believe I'm a faith-based person and my faith is everything, but I believe God made us to climb higher. God doesn't want us being in the same place. He wants us to excel in life. He wants us to have fulfillment. He wants us to be abundant, prosperous, all those things. I mean, that's biblical. Can I say that? Yes. <laughs> can I can I preach here for a minute? You can but, preach. Okay. It's just, you know, that's where my faith comes in. And based on my biblical, the principles that I know that I read in the Bible, I know that's where God wants us. And again, it comes to having the courage to take that step, which I know it's not easy. It never is, but it's not supposed to be. But this is how champions are born. I mean, this is how champions are made. Okay. I know that if you want to have a champion mindset, then you have to take on a champion mindset. Maybe listen to what the champions are talking about. Consume the material they're they're speaking about. That's how we build up our courage muscles because we keep listening. We consume instead of scrolling on social. Well, you should be scrolling on social on LinkedIn, though, looking at my content for sure. But... <laughs> But well played, well played, yes. But I feel a lot of people waste their time, yet they wonder why they're not getting ahead. They're doing the things that aren't fueling them. And I always say, for me, it's faith fuel first. So my fuel comes from my 
I call it my million dollar morning routine. And it's really about me waking up immediately because I used to wake up and grab my phone, which maybe many of you do that right now. And I'd start scrolling and right away, again, the back would be hunched over. I'd be feeling less than, oh, look at what they have. Look at what she's doing. And right away, I'm in a negative mindset. So I fight that. I am battling against that. And I'm saying no to that. And I decided to call it my million dollar um, morning routine because now I'm super excited to wake up and read something super positive and motivational to start my day. And for me, I have five books open on my in my little room, I have my Bible open, and I have some um, journaling that I do every single morning, whether it's five minutes, I'm happy even if it's five minutes, sometimes it's 45 minutes, it depends on my day. And it fuels me. That's how I that's how I start my day, not in a chaotic state, because I used to start in a chaotic state. So I'm so passionate about your morning routine can make or break your day. So how you set yourself up in the morning is how I believe how your day will flow. And I believe it's so important. And my morning routine is non-negotiable. I do not negotiate it. You know, I do have coffee with my husband every single morning, but other than that, I sit. I do my reading. I put the time in and because God doesn't want us remaining the same. He wants us all to be champions. He wants us all again, thriving. And in order to do that, in order to climb higher, we have to put the time in to our personal growth and development or else we will become stagnant. So I feel, and I grew up with just to give you one, a little bit of a background, how I'm so passionate about everything I do. I grew up with a mom who had rheumatoid arthritis and that's an autoimmune disease from the minute I was born. She was pretty much crippled my whole entire life, yet she walked around with a smile on her face, her Bible in her hand and told me, Kelly, no matter what, you can overcome anything with God. Don't ever waver in your faith. And, and that's what she did. She had over 30 surgeries, near-death experiences. She was even in a halo cast. If you don't know what that is, it looks like two nails in your head here, two nails in your head here, and bars in the front and the back. And I was in sixth grade when I had to watch my mom go through that and sleep like that for months. And yet she had a smile and she said, don't ever waver in your faith you can make a decision to be happy or you can sit in that. And that I took that and ran in my whole entire life because she paved the way for me to have a solid belief system that I don't have to have a diagnosis set me back. I can still run up that mountain and believe I'm going to be healed, believe things will get better. And that's what, that's my focus. That's what, if you take one thing from me today, it's really about shutting down, starving your fears, and fueling up your faith to a point that you just want more and more. You and it, the faith will allow you to just keep believing bigger. And again, that's what God wants. And I know that God wants us all to become courageous leaders of our lives. And those are the steps to do to do that is believing in yourself, 
What are you fueling up with in the mornings? How are you starting your day? And maybe even, I mean, I can, Joe, I, I can say so many things, but I don't know where you want to stop here, but I want to talk about even setting up boundaries. That was something I personally struggled with for a very long time. I didn't have boundaries. I was saying yes to everybody else instead of saying yes to myself. And again, I found myself feeling stuck, feeling frustrated, watching other people win. And I had to say, well, what am I doing that I'm feeling stuck? And I had to change my environment because I realized that my inner circle, they weren't fueling me in the way I wanted to go. I love my people. I love my best friends, but that doesn't mean, and that doesn't mean you should shut off those people. It just means find the people that you are emulating and get in those groups. Find a way to meet them, connect, collab. That's how you will become, that's how you will climb higher. So I believe your environment is a huge factor in your growth and development. Because I know for me, like right now I'm in a mastermind. I wanted to surround myself with high achieving women that are faith fueled because that's the, those are the rooms that I want to be in. So I put myself in these rooms and sometimes you have to risk things. Maybe you have to pay a little bit for the coach. Maybe you have to buy the program and you have to align yourself with the values of that person, but maybe that's how you can climb higher. I know it works for me. So your environment is something that we need to be aware of. It's very important. I think a lot of times people don't want to be aware and they live every single day doing the same exact thing. They wonder why they're stuck. They live in frustration. It really takes the work on your end. And what are you doing in the day? It, it, you have to start with your daily habits. What are your daily habits that are allowing you to climb higher? And make a list. So I hope this is resonating. I, absolute, with I absolutely love it. I absolutely okay. love this. So last night I was with my business coach sitting down and he said, first thing we need to do is clean out the people that have access to you that shouldn't because they're not on your team. And I laughed and I said, I've done that for years now. Mm -hmm. I said, there's people, that, there's a lot of people that say, hey, Joe, and then that's it. I'm like, nope, you're, you're cut off. My, my bride will tell you. I mean, I cut off family just as easy as I cut off strangers. I'm like, if you ain't on, on board, forget it. I don't need to, to dedicate time and energy towards anybody that way. Mm -hmm. so. and, and, I, and, that, and that's hard for people. I work with a lot of women and, you know, they, they get very sensitive and say, well, this is my family. And, I, and God gives us our family, of course. We can love people, but we can love them from afar. I believe if they're not, like I said, fueling you or adding value to you or tearing you down or not believing in you, you want to be around people that believe in you and you want to believe in them. It's a, it's a give and take, you know, we can't expect people to believe in us if we're not doing that too. So, you know, when it comes to close people, I keep them at a distance and I get myself in the rooms with the people that I want to be in the rooms with. So I think that's really important. That's again, setting boundaries for yourself. Like I said, I used to say yes to everyone in everything. And it, and that was a wake up call for me. I was like, wait a minute, 
I'm kind of going backwards and I want to go forward. So what am I doing? I have to look at my day. What am I doing here? What does my week look like? Oh, I said yes to this person. Yet I'm frustrated that I said yes, but I said yes. So we have to really be strong and make sound decisions and say, well, why would I spend one hour here if I can spend it over here and have value given to me or get myself in a different environment where I'm going to be fueled up? Agreed. So all that matters, right? Yep. And Debbie's so pumped, she needs to go take a lap. So she's <laughs> going to go run around the house and then come back. Me so, too. Yeah, exactly. No, this is spot on. She also said, can I get an amen? So we had a lot of we had a lot of preaching earlier when you went on. They were all supportive <laughs> coming through. But um, it's fantastic because, again, I'm going to say that what you're saying is coming from a different place than most people who have said it before you, right? There's always somebody who's going to say, oh, I know that you should go do this, right? And I, I, I'm the one that comes back up and goes, look, the negative voice comes up. I yell cancel all the time, right? My, yes. my inner circle is just that, they, okay, he's saying cancel again, which means his, his brain started saying something it shouldn't have, right? And so I get that all the time. But when you say it and say, okay, right, you said, I'll not allow my inner voice to steal my joy. That alone right there is something somebody can say over and over again when it comes back into your head. Because I, we're, we're not the thought. And we sometimes so identify with that. So I love that that's what you have, right? Robert Brooker's glad to be uh, associating with people that are more successful than he is, right? And again, I think that's just a beautiful thing to say, stop, understand who you are and move forward. So one of the things I, I took away as we go through, right. Um, you, you connected them. It was funny because I wrote them next to each other here, which was decision and courage. And then you said those two go together. So I drew an arrow. Okay. And so to me, when you look at it, everything you have said up to this point is you have the ability to make a decision. Mm -hmm. And I think that stops a lot of people because they don't, they're afraid of making the wrong decision. What is it that, what's the process you go through to say, I need to make this decision now. I need to make it quickly. And what do I do? Okay. One sentence. This is what you have to think about. Indecision is still a decision. So if you're in indecisively, if you're not making a solid decision, you're still making a decision. Which way do you want to go? And it, that's really all it comes down to. It comes down to you deciding. And for me, I just had to say, really, what, are, what do I want? That's what I was talking when I said about the awareness piece. A lot mm -hmm. of us go through life and we really don't sit and write things out in journal. And I didn't either. I used to say, oh, those people, they're just journaling. Like, that's weird. Like, I don't have time for that. Until I actually started putting the work in because I wanted to grow. I wanted more growth in my life. I wanted to find out what they're doing differently. Why are they doing this? Until I started journaling myself, things became more clear for me. And if you're unclear right now or if you're, you don't know which direction to go, I would suggest just start journaling. 
what are, what do you want in life? Where do you see yourself in a few years? How do you think you can climb higher? What are your skills? What are you good at? What are your strengths? And a lot of people don't take the time to do this and yet they remain the same. And I know that I said courage because it does take courage. It takes courage to say to somebody, no, I can't do that. I have to do this. And, but the more you practice doing that, the more you practice saying yes to yourself, the easier things become. I think we tend to make things so complex in our lives, in every area. And yet, if we just take some quiet time in this noisy world, you will have more clarity than you have ever had. And you can do this. And I believe it's really about just sitting and, and doing the quiet work. That's, that's really all it is, is being alone with you. Fantastic. So I enjoy myself. So <laughs> I, I'm the one that can lock <laughs> myself in a room for, for days. So, but yeah. Oh, I can too. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, I, I'm the one that I, I recharge by myself as opposed to involved in the community kind of stuff. So to me, the go go find yourself is requires isolation and stuff. So well, it just takes work. And a lot of, again, they just people just don't want to put the work in. And yet they wonder, you know, why others are succeeding. This is what they're doing. And it, it really just is a decision. Do you want to have growth? Do you want to climb higher? Well, we have to figure that out and right. There's ways and there's solutions to everything, right? We, but in order to find those solutions, we have to sit with ourselves and write it out, map it out, map out our goals, what, whether it's in sales or any other area, maybe it's in your marriage, your marriage feels like it's falling apart. Well, sometimes we're so quick to point the finger at everybody else. When if you just sit with yourself and say, you know what, I'm really not showing up in the way I should be right now. And you find that out by doing this inner work. It's the only way you find that out because we can point fingers all day, right? I mean, it's easy to say, oh, they're doing it wrong. Oh, it's the leadership in this company. It's the team. Well, I don't have enough clients. Yeah, that's, that's easy. E excuses are easy. Doing the work is hard and most people don't want to do the work. And I say, if you want to expand and be in a different place than you are in one month from now, do the work it takes to get there. That means sitting, journaling. Are you being, are you full of integrity? Like, are you doing what you said you would do? Are you following through on your end? And those are the questions you need to ask yourself as far as climbing higher in any area. Because I think it's all about the awareness of what exactly am I doing? What can I do? How can I be better? And then writing that out and working on them one by one. Listen, this can be like overwhelming for so many people. And when I work with my one-on-one -on -one clients, we take things, it has to be baby steps. Like start at point A. Once you've reached point A, you go to point B and then you move on slowly. I always say baby steps make big results, really big results. I didn't get, I, I wasn't the four time bikini champion because I didn't put the reps in. It takes just like in the gym, you want to grow your muscles. You have to put the reps in every 
single day. This is not a one day deal. It's not a one time journal session that your life will transform. It's putting the reps in, right? And I heard in an I heard an analogy, and I think it was Ed Milet. I'm not sure if you know Ed Milet, but he said he was using a pinata when a child goes to a birthday party, and they hit the pinata, and the first kid goes up and he's blindfolded and he's hitting it five times and nothing happens, and then the next kid hits it five times, nothing happens. By the sixth kid, he whacks the pinata and all the candy falls out. It's the same thing in life. Sometimes we don't see the results along the way, the little things that we're chipping away at, but then all of a sudden we reap those huge rewards because we put the reps in. We're at bat hitting that pinata over and over and over, right? And, it, and that's how we make strides. That's how we climb higher. And that's how we make gains. Absolutely. I was going to say there was a smirk from all three of us on the screen because we all know Ed. And so <laughs> as soon as she said, we're like, hey, she's quoting Ed. Yes. So one thing. I love uh, Ed. Yes. Robert Brooker had brought up a good point that I wanted to put up on the screen. When you're writing okay. things down, it allows you to separate the emotional energy from that thing you're writing about. Mm. Right. Making it easier to deal with. And who knew? But that's to me. I, I agree. When you write it out, you can choose which emotion you want to deal with compared to the other ones. And yes. so that yes. that was a, a great thing that came through. So I appreciate Absolutely. that. Absolutely. So um, I'm going to tell everybody, go to Kelly's website. It's scrolling across the bottom. She provided an immense amount of value for us today. I know we all took a bunch of notes that was over here. And I think you guys need to go there. Go find her on LinkedIn and do that. In the show notes as well is the link to her book on Amazon. It is pink. Just so you guys know that you found the right one that was there. So, but um, yeah, you, you provided so much value today. I like Tom Bosick put in there. It's 1% gains every day, right? Or one more swing for the pinata. That goes yes. Through. So. Yes. Perfect. Netta, Natalie, any questions? Anything to comment, say? Um, you said that uh, you journal in the morning. Usually I write about my day at night. What do you, do you write about the day before or what you're planning to do this day? I write in the morning and however, I have tried it at night, but it just doesn't work for me. So I say, I do have clients that love journaling at night because then they can write out how their day went. They can look at what they've done in the day. Where can I make changes? But I like to write in the morning. I start my day really, and I really do do this. And I know a lot of people talk about it, but I really start start my day in gratitude. You know, I'm so thankful for this day. I'm thankful for what's to happen. I'm thankful for what's to come. I always pray. Like I open that up. God's my CEO. I talk about that all the time because I always ask him, who do you want me to meet today? Who do you want me to know today? Where, what rooms should I be in today? So those are the questions sometimes I think about and I journal about those. And then I always journal on whatever I read in the Bible. So I'll read my Bible, you know, whatever book I'm reading, and then I journal on that. And I think about what the lesson I learned for the day. I take that into my day, and that's how I set myself up in a really positive, empowering mindset. Okay, okay. good to know. I love your relationship with God. I love how much faith you have. I, 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 it's inspiring to hear it, yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much. Honestly. A lot of people on Joe's team, uh, 
um, podcast, they come and talk about business and how they grow their business, which is great. I love that too. But to hear someone that's spiritual and it's on Joe's um, speaking and I'm just like, wow, okay, I like that. <laughs> yes. I, I don't think I would be here today if it wasn't for my relationship with God because he gives me the strength that I don't have in my humanness. So, you know, everything I do, I, it's almost like I, I explain it that I have, you know, when you charge your phone with the power cord, when I'm going flat, when I'm on empty, I just plug right into him and I have supernatural strength. It's just, that's how God works. And I'm so grateful to share that message because all we have to do is plug in and it's amazing. So thank you. Thanks. Natalie, I saw you reached up unmuted before. <laughs> I was just going to say, you are so awesome. I really enjoyed hearing your story. Um, one question, I, I remember when I had heard one of my mentors and he would start talking about decision and, and using our courage and practicing using that courage muscle. Is there any example that you can give for people who maybe are just starting out to get into the habit? You know, what's one little baby step that they could take to say, hey, I can start implementing this, you know, getting out of my comfort zone or implementing courage in my life in this way today? So the way I implemented my courage is really with words, affirmations. Like you guys, if you saw my office, I have signs everywhere. I have plaques. I have sayings because I believe in the power of words. And I mean words written in front of us. I have sticky notes. I'll show you <laughs> words because I, I have found that when I repeat things about myself, affirmations over and over, like for an example, my first three years ago that are still in my closet, I am capable, I am smart, and I am strong. And I said that to myself over and over because I didn't really believe it. I didn't believe those things when I wrote them, but I wanted to so badly. And I read about people doing that. And I saw people talking about these affirmations and again, I thought it was a little bit frou-frou in the beginning, like this journaling thing I talked about. But I said, you know what? I'm going to take these people. They obviously know something. So I started writing. If that could be your first step, write something about yourself that maybe you don't even see in yourself yet, but you see it in someone else. And then repeat it over and over. Repeat it over your life. Tell yourself until you convince yourself. And that's what I've done. And then I'll do other ones. I have a whole list of them. You know, I'm smart, I'm strong, I am worthy. And it's really, that builds up your confidence. It builds up your courage to take a step further. Does that help? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So I encourage everyone, go get addicted to the climb. Why? Because imagine if you just had her for like three hours straight, that's how you would get with the book. So you owe it to yourself to get out there and Climb your way up to, to get the book. Um, reach out to her LinkedIn. Reach out to her the website here. Let her know that you appreciate her and what she brought to you today. Um, Kelly, I truly appreciate you. And I'm so grateful that you took the time to answer a DM. And then we're open enough to say, yeah, I'll jump on some stranger's show that does that, right? And like, I'm like, look, look, there's other people that have done it. It's not just me in my basement. Yes, so... But no, I feel but, blessed. I feel blessed. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Perfect. Thank All you. Right, everybody, thanks so much. Um, I'm going to tell everybody go awesome. out and sell something. All right. Thanks, everybody. All right. Thank you. Thanks again.